on this morning with Jalen Nye and Daryl McIntyre. Jalen, of course, is on vacation this week. She'll be back on Monday for our week 14. Big week next week, isn't it? Election Day, Monday. Uh, it's been termed the most important election in Alberta's recent history, at the very least. And for different reasons why, on each side of the political spectrum. But I think everybody can agree that health care is a huge issue. There are long waiting lists. There, there are problems with uh, long waiting lists for surgeries. There are long wait times for emergency rooms. We constantly hear of people saying, I can't get a family doctor anymore, especially in smaller towns. Heard about ERs not being operating in some of the smaller towns. So what is the answer? I don't know if our next guest has all of the answers, but certainly has a great perspective from within the medical system. And she is the president of the Alberta Medical Association. Dr. Frederica Rinaldi is joining us this morning. Uh, Thank you so much for joining. I understand you just prefer Dr. Fred. Is that true? Yep, that's perfect. Thank you. Okay. Dr. Fred, uh, where are you right now? Because I just want our our audience to understand why it sounds a little little different. You're you're actually in Vancouver at the moment, are you not? Yeah, I'm on the West Coast Express heading downtown for a conference. Okay, so you're on a train. <laughs> yes, I am. All right, where's our healthcare system going? Is it on a train to, to, to nowhere or a worse place? Can you give us uh, some kind of a picture, an understanding of the health of our healthcare system right now? Well, I think it's not unique to Alberta. The, the healthcare system is, is in a crisis, and it's across the country. Uh, probably based on chronic lack of funding, because it's not glamorous to fund uh, primary care. So that's been huge over the years, right across the country. Much more glamorous to open a heart institute or something. And secondly, COVID didn't help, and it certainly put a dent in. Uh, human health resources that are around. So we're in a situation where, you know, despite what is put forward by both parties, and I'm not going to get into pros and cons, hmm. we don't need the long-term plan. Everybody knows the long-term plan. Long-term plans have been around for 10 to 15 years. We need the solution now for the short-term stuff. And that's the things that you said in the introduction, the wait times, the lack of access to primary care. That's what we need, you know. The other things, often there will not be capacity to get them in the short term. So we need to deal with what we have now. May not be the best answer, but as part of the solution, we can follow. Well, you need, you need to care for the people who need the care immediately. I don't think anybody would do, would disagree with that. But you do also have to have the longer-term plan. Do you think that, and, and give me your definition of primary care. Do you think investing heavily right away uh, in primary care can impact some of those other larger issues or other issues, might be a better way to put it, within the healthcare system? Absolutely. We know that the family community practices are struggling. Many are non-sustainable. Many physicians have chose to alter their type of process and, and do sort of a niche process or work in a hospital, so we know we've lost physicians. The CARMS uh, data shows that Alberta is not, you know, the point of interest. 44 unfilled physicians on the first call. Uh, BC, Manitoba, Saskatchewan filled all their positions. We see across the country other provinces putting in steps to immediately deal with the primary care crisis because what happens if you don't have access to your family doc or to a primary care physician of some sort is that you present in the ER. 
and that overloads the ERs. Yeah, no, I understand that. So, how do you how do you improve that when everybody in the country is looking for more nurses and doctors? Because I understand there is a shortage. So, you know, we want we want to add more to primary care. We want to ensure that it's staffed well and properly. But if you can't find them, is it a catch twenty two? Well, absolutely, except right now we're not competitive because we don't have any of the uh, uh, incentives that are put in place in other provinces, so it's so fast, so we're definitely non-competitive, but if we wanted to do something, we could actually just support the family care teams that we do have, um, allow the, the allied health providers that do work with family physicians to see patients, allow that to be a non-white to be like them as well. So we do have teas. We could expand it that way. We could have after hours care. That would require a premium. Everybody else in the world who works overtime gets paid for it and staff who work overtime would expect it. Those are two immediate answers we could put in place right now. Uh, there was federal government funding. We asked for some of that. We've heard nothing. Those are three immediate things that we could do. Uh, Dr. Fred, I uh, appreciate more people. Right. Uh, yeah. Well, that's just it. Our population continues to grow. It, it spreads out, and then we have uh, fewer staff that are available in order to help them. Uh, have you heard anything in this election campaign from either side? That, and you know, you don't have to get political if you don't want to. Have you heard anything in the plans that have been presented that give you hope? Um, long term, yes. Short term, I don't see anything in either platform that addresses the immediate crisis. Thank you for asking that. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, you know what, Dr. Fred, I'm going to have to let you go. It's, it's getting even harder to, to hear you just on the train. But I do appreciate some of your insights. Thank you for taking some time, and, uh, and uh, we really appreciate it. Okay, have a good day. Okay, bye-bye. Dr. Frederica Rinaldi, as she says, she prefers just Dr. Fred, a little easier, the president of the Alberta Medical Association. Uh, you did have a letter that came out from uh, several hundred doctors uh, talking about the ERs in Alberta, that, that some of them are on the verge of collapse. Uh, you can go on and look at the, the, the wait times of various ERs around the province and see that they're still very, very high. Uh, there were high hopes, uh, or hopes at the very least, that some of the changes that uh, when Daniel Smith came in with uh, the UCP, some of the changes might have some short-term impact. They, and the party says, oh, it's, it's, it's been helping. Others going, no, it's not helping enough, or you can still see the long wait times. So it, it depends, again, on who you believe. You want to try and drill down into the, into the full details. But what needs to happen? You know, in some cases, we keep talking about you can't just throw money at the situation. Now, that doesn't mean you, 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 you don't spend money. You just try to figure out how to do it better. But is there anybody who's come up with a plan that makes you say, okay, that's going to work? Apart from, and I've heard it, you know, we've, there are some incentives, you know, some cash incentives. Move here and, and we'll give you X amount of money, $1,200 or whatever. <laughs> that's not enough to get a doctor to move here. $1,200 is not going to work. How much is it important to, to improve on primary care? Uh, as Dr. Fred had mentioned, primary care, if you you build that back up again, does it ease a lot of the pressures elsewhere? Is it a Band-Aid that can help to heal the wound, not just cover it up and protect it for a little while? Uh, just on the, on the text line, some people coming in with their thoughts just wanted to comment on how to help. They suggest supporting and increasing the use of nurse practitioners to help decrease the load on family doctors and ERs. 
We've heard some of that and trying to expand what a doctor's office looks like so that you can have other specialists as well. The doctor deals with the hard medical things, and there are other. There are nurses or nurse practitioners. Uh, there are other therapists, other, other health field-related individuals who are within the same kind of office who can help to take care of some of the and, and to sort of share the load a little bit.